nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. We want to thank our celestial mass for singing for us with us this morning. Thank you, our celestial mass. Didn't they do a good job? They're doing a good job. Thank you. Nehemiah 8 and 5. Nehemiah 8 and 5. And when he opened the book, all the people stood up. Yes, yes, yes. yes our yes, biblical text you. this morning should be found in the book of Isaiah, the 35th chapter, verses 6 through 10. Then shall the lame man leap as an heart, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out and streams in the desert, and the parched ground shall become a pool and the thirsty lands springs of water in the habitation of dragons where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes and an highway somebody say highway, highway. and an highway shall, shall be, be there. there and a way and it shall be called the way of holiness. Way of holiness. <laughs> That's all right. Now, what holiness had to do in the Old Testament? But a man is there. The way of holiness. And the unclean shall not, shall not pass over it. But it shall be for those, the wayfaring men, though, though fools, shall not err therein. No lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast shall go up thereon. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed. Somebody say, I know something about that. But the redeemed, the redeemed shall walk there, shall walk there, and the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads, and they shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sign shall flee away. That is the word of God for the people of God always to the glory of God. The grass withers, our faith, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Amen. Praise you, Jesus. My brothers and sisters, everybody can get excited about almost any and everything. Oh. When we are excited, some of us can't walk, some of us can't talk, some of us lose our balance, some of us grab hold 
of anything that can hold them up. When Brother Paul Porter, that famous gospel singer of the Christ, uh, Christian airs, sings two wings, if you observed him, when he sings two wings, he starts flexing his arms and flexing his legs, and he leaps. Or, or when we go to an athletic field, when we see athleticism and athletes and sports teams, such as the football teams, uh, uh, basketball, baseball, and others, uh, tennis, golfing, and other creative sports teams, we see them start after they get a, like a hole in one or a touchdown or a, a home run or a, a, a hoop in a net that we start jumping, leaping, jolting, uh, gyrating, and jarring. In other words, it, it's a movement. That's right. I wonder have I got witnesses in this house that's going to go on. When, when David, you remember David, for all of our Bible scholars, our Bible people, we remember David. David successfully returned, when he successfully returned the Ark of the Covenant to its proper place in Israel, he was so happy mm -hmm. that he began to dance up and down the main street. He didn't stop there. The scripture says he stripped off his clothes down to his underwear and unashamedly started uh, jumping, leaping, and dancing as the entire city watched. Even his wife was embarrassed, but he didn't care. He just uh, celebrated with joy and thanksgiving. This is probably, this is probably what Fred, Fred Hammond had in mind when he wrote, when the spirit of the Lord comes into my heart, I will dance like David danced. I will dance, I will dance, dance, dance like David danced. Then, as Christians, we ought to get excited when we think about the goodness of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Goodness of the Lord. Who, it's those grand moments when we are filled with the joy of the Lord and, and the anticipation of the Lord, and we feel like dancing. Not, not dirty dancing, but dancing feel like dancing to the glory of the Lord. Dancing, my brothers and sisters, and is one thing, but if we examine the beneficial side of leaping, we discover uh, that when we leap, uh, our, our, our cardiovascular health improves, our, our physical metabolism improves, our bone density improves, our strength improves, our muscle tone improves, our balance improves, our coordination improves, and, and dancing, just take it a little further, dancing is that rhythmic uh, uh, movement of the body within a given space of a, of a purpose of expressing emotion or idea or releasing the kind of energy that makes life worth living, and for God's people, and for God's people, our biblical text, uh, homiletically speaking, says it was the prophet Isaiah uh, who told of a great day when Israel, being exiled, would return home with mocking, shouting, leaping, singing, 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 and dancing. Isaiah projected that through their own biblical history, uh, that God uh, uh, that God performed uh, specific miracles. Uh -huh. 
that would give way to leaping even in a desert and dancing in the wilderness. Uh, what can cause some leaping in a desert? Here, here it is. Um, Isaiah recalls the death angel that destroyed 185,000 Assyrians. Uh, the scripture says it's in Isaiah 37, 36 through 38. Uh, Isaiah recalls the sun that retreated 10 degrees on the sundial of Ahaz. That scripture says that's Isaiah 38, 7 and 8. And I think all of us know about this, our Bible people, our Bible people, and when God healed and extended Hezekiah's life, yeah. I wonder if I ever got a witness, he extended for 15 years. My scripture says in Isaiah 38, 1 through 5, and, and, and you know, that's uh, Hezekiah, but you might have some healing going on in your body right now. Come on, come on. And, and you know, when God starts healing, or when God starts extending your life, that should bring us some kind of motivation. Because only a good God and only a great God can heal us. And when Isaiah started prophesying, prophesying he said, in so many words, there will be great excitement that will return to Zion. He said, the, ex the excitement will be there so, so, so quickly and so briefly and so uh, prolifically that, that the lame uh, will leap with joy. That's the Bible right there. And the mute, that's with people that can't even say a word, can't even talk. The mute will start singing and the dry springs will spring forth water, even in the desert. Now when we think of Zion, when we think of Zion, we might think of a geographical region or the returning of a 70-year exile of Babylon back to Judah. Uh -huh. Or we might gaze on the word that appears 152 times in the Old Testament and seven times in the New Testament. Or it might be used to describe a mountain or names of several churches that we know or religious institutions that we know. But Isaiah saw the power of God. So he saw the power of God working so well in him that it widened his perspective on how God works in the life of his own people. That's you and me, isn't it? Yes, he could have been envisioning a geographical place, but Isaiah is, was best known for predicting and knowing that what? Jesus was coming about 700 years in his future. He knew that. And, and if we could just imagine what Isaiah knew and believed, then we would uh, give plenty of reasons to leap in a desert and start dancing in the wilderness. Uh, very quickly, why should we leap in the desert and dance in the wilderness? Right here, I think I need somebody to say, I believe that the Lord, and I trust in the Lord, can even make me, when he touches me, leap in the desert and start dancing in the wilderness. Well, I'm going to tell you why. 
there are three motivational uh, purposes for being able to leap even in the, dance, in the desert and start dancing. First of all, we must leap when we know what's in store for us. Have you ever felt like that? When you look at God in Christ, he does not change. And the leaping begins uh, in that the times it begins, the places, the struggles, the blows, and the brawls uh, that we grapple with and get grabs our attention, we can leap because God addresses and when God addresses, God starts blessing. And, 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 and that he is still God. And we know that. And the blessing comes with my name on it. You ever felt like that? There's a blessing coming? I, I believe I know. The essential, uh, the essential song of uh, Norman Hutchins says, God's got a blessing with my name on it. I think I, oh yeah, I think you opened up right now. God got blessed with it. Uh, and get ready for your miracle. Because God got a blessing with my name on it. And with your name on it. And if you've ever seen a person heal, it seems like they get excited, don't they? You feel a little happier when you get healed. If, if that person has been flat, if that person has been down flat on their back, I can tell you they have a flat on your back testimony right now because there's going to be some excitement that's going on. If that person has been touched by God, voices are going to be raised, eyes are going to be open, and there's going to be some dancing, there's going to be some leaping, there's going to be some gyrating and jumping going on. If that person stands on the pinnacles of success you got a testimony now that you can say if, that if it had not been for the Lord on their side Kirk Franklin in his classic song said I can't explain it I can't attain it Jesus your love is so amazing it gets me so high up in the sky and when I think about the goodness God's goodness, it just wants to make me stop, clap my hands, it makes me dance, it makes me stop. Oh, well. Then second of all, <coughs> we must leap when we see the difficulties of our past. When we can <coughs> transition to uh, the sweeping victories of the future, if we can look to the future. Uh, if you knew only how my yesterdays look. I'm gonna say that again. You might be able to identify with that. If you knew how my yesterdays look, but I'm not gonna get stuck in my yesterday. But my testimony, our testimony might be, if it had not, if it had not been for the Lord, 
on my side. Well, let me just say this. There's so much happening today all around us. And when the compendium of our lives gathers around us and our world has turned upside down by tragic events of the past two, three, four weeks, uh, two couple of years, the grace of God kept us from all of this cynical and the, all the disillusionment and disillusionment in life. When, when we witness how evil and we've seen that in, in, in just in recent weeks. When we witness how evil some people can be, we must realize that there's some love out here despite of the evil that's going out here. In spite of some people that's really hard to love, we have to love them anyway. When the failure is all around us, God's constant encouragement ought to push us to be able to run to see what the end is going to be. We, love, we leap because we know that the Lord will never forsake us. The Lord will never leave us. We leap because God has shown us uh, in his songwriting when he says, Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning, new mercies I see. All that I needed, thy hands have provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. I believe that ought to be our testimonial song. And then, 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 thirdly and lastly, there's going to be some leaping. When we have found the Lord and those of us who have just got acquainted with the Lord. I don't care if you are Mr. Long Pants or Master Short Pants. If you found the Lord, I don't care if you are that summary girl in the senior class or becoming that calm, cool, and collected lady in that church class. When you found the Lord, I don't care if you are Mr. Big Mouth or Mr. No Mouth when you found the Lord. I don't know what your day was and I don't know what your day is, but when you found the Lord, what do you do? Well, if you didn't know, do anything, you didn't find the Lord. But if you did something, when you found the Lord, it's, I'm sure it was some leaping going on. It was some gyrating going on. It was some dancing going on. Just like that man, just like that man who saw a sign, that sign one day, and he looked at the sign, and he started jumping and leaping. Another man, another man was wondering, what's going on? And as he was wondering why, the other man tried to calm him down. And, uh, and the man, and they asked the man, well, what are you leaping about? What are you jumping about? And what are you shouting about? The man raised his head and said, it's on that sign up there. They said, what's on that sign? The other man then turned around and looked at that sign, and as he gazed upon the sign, the sign said, I asked God to forgive me my sins. <clears throat> uh, but he did more than that. And he kept on reading. He said, he took my yesterday's sin, 
and threw them out. And he kept reading. He said, he took my today's sins and he's about to throw them out. And there's about to be some more. He looked at the sign and he said, before tomorrow gets here, he's getting ready to pick up his divine trash can and pick up my tomorrow's sin, ball it up and toss it over his shoulder and forget about it. I'm almost finished right now. But when I think back over my life, and when I, you might want to think back over your life, that's what Isaiah started prophesying because Isaiah had a keen feeling uh, that there was a savior coming about 70 years in the future and that was what was happening because if you look back in the text that I began in, the biblical text says in verses 8 and 9 when it says, and a highway, a way of holiness, and the unclean shall not pass over, but only the redeemed. Somebody ought to say redeemed right now. Only the redeemed shall walk there. Well, this was in 720 B.C. Isaiah got it right. Because one day, one day, we all needed something more than we could ever ask for. We needed forgiveness, but God gave us a little more. God gave us Jesus. And that was something we can leap about. And when I think <coughs> about the goodness of Jesus, I'm going to start moving, thinking, leaping, dancing, and celebrating. Uh, even if it's warm, if it's in a warm <coughs> or dry place, I'm going to leap and I'm going to dance. Because when I think about Jesus, uh, there have been some changes. For 1 Corinthians 6 and 1 says, and for such are some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but we are, ye are justified in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. When we think about Jesus, my brothers and sisters, we're going to start leaping and we're going to start jumping. We're going to leap because he's been a doctor in a sick room, a lawyer in a courtroom, a way out of no way. When we think about Jesus, he's been a bridge over troubling water. He's been a rose of Sharon, a lily of the valley, the bright and the morning star. When we think about Jesus, he's been, he heals the sick, he forgives the sinners, he defends the feeble, he blesses the young. When we think about Jesus, he rewards the diligent, he supplies us with strength, he blesses us in old age. When we think about Jesus, uh, He's a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Lord of the Sabbath. He's all day long. When we think about Jesus, he's better than the best. He's wiser than wisdom. He's faster than speed. He's stronger than strength. He's older than eternity. When I think 
about Jesus, he gives us and he guides us. And when I start know him, when I know him, I can start leaping. Because I'm looking today at Jesus. And when I look at Jesus, I can see my tomorrow. And just because he's in this place, just because he's in our hearts, I can say he's the king of glory, the king of righteousness. He's the king of kings, the Lord of heaven, the Lord of lords. And just because he lives, I can face. I can face. I can face tomorrow. Just because. Is that all right? Just because. Is that all right? Just because. I wonder, is that all right? Just because. Just because I know Jesus lives. Is that all right? Just because Jesus lives. If that's all right, you ought to holler back at me. Just because Jesus lives. The door of the church are open now.